So we're going to look at the two big international issues around today. Firstly, this is going to sound a little bit hypocritical considering I'm a talkback host and I work on the radio uh, because I'm always intrigued at the number of people who know what's wrong with the world but they have no idea what to do that's right. And we've been seeing that play out with Britain who seem to know what they don't want but have no idea what they do want. The country is in the middle of the most remarkable five-day debate on the Brexit deal negotiated by Theresa May and her team. The withdrawal agreement that she's come up with is a 585-page document that outlines how the UK will leave the EU apparently in March. So obviously, within those 585 pages, there is something that will not go down well with everyone, whether it's the state of the customs union and the ability to pose tariffs or the form of the Northern Ireland border, or the amount of compensation to be paid to the EU, or whatever. There's just so many issues. It's a huge document, 585 pages. Nobody's going to agree on it all. And, of course, the Brits are not agreeing on a thing. Today, Britain is torn between the hardline Brexiteers, who just want to run away from Europe as fast as they can, and you've got the Remainers who still hope that the last two years could magically disappear and it all turned out to be just a bad dream. And stuck in the middle is Theresa May who's just trying to make something happen. And sniping away at her are people like Mr Coffinface, Dominic Grieve, and Mr Showboater, Boris Johnson, and Mr Jeremy Corbyn and Labour who will say anything that could cause a Tory government to fall. And all these people seem more concerned with their own prospects rather than that of their nation. They seem more concerned with, with what might happen over the next two weeks than what might happen in the future. And do these people have any idea what Britain should do if, in a few days' time, they shoot down two years of work? And of course they don't. It's almost unbelievable. It's like watching a train crash. And I will continue to watch it, obviously. What will happen? Meanwhile, in France, the Yellow Vests are revolting against Macron. It started on fuel taxes designed to wean France off their diesel addiction, and now they're just French and they're just upset about everything. There are a lot of people loving the people power that France seems to be exerting against their president. And there are many supporting these protests because they see Macron as this virtue-signaling virtue socialist, you know, sort of a Trudeau light or whatever. In fact, Donald Trump got stuck and he actually retweeted a tweet from a guy whose whole lifetime is to fight against socialism. The tweet said, there are riots in socialist France because of radical leftist fuel taxes. The media is barely mentioning this. America is booming. Europe is burning. They want to cover up the middle class rebellion against cultural Marxism. Actually, all of that is completely wrong. Uh, Macron is an interesting fish. He's an ex-investment banker. And the reason that people are really revolting now is because he's actually starting to pull apart the socialism that has been ingrained in the French economy for 40 years. He's loosening labor laws to make French business more competitive. He's cutting social welfare. He's cutting subsidies. And he's pruning 120,000 jobs from the civil service. 
These are the people who are revolting. And yes, he is a liberal globalist, but he's no cultural Marxist. You know the person he's actually reminding me of? He's kind of like Roger Douglas, to be fair. And you know what? Look at these riots in France. They would be exactly the same as riots in New Zealand if a government decided to, say, dismantle working for families, which I remind you, John Key called communism by stealth and then did nothing about it, a cultural Marxist.